This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. Today on Valley Views, we're pleased to welcome several members of the posse. We have Jim Parks, who is the posse captain, and we have Ted Rockenhaus, who is one of the posse lieutenants. Gentlemen, welcome. Thank, Thank you, you, sir. Good to be here. Now, you're both posse members. Is there anything in your background that would lead you to this? Actually, uh, my, my background is in uh, lumber manufacturing and did not have any law enforcement background when I, when I got here. But one of the former sheriffs, Fred Job, asked me if I'd like to be a member of the posse. Excellent. And I have a CD of the singing sheriff, Fred Job, <laughs> and I've been, uh, I've been meaning to play that. He can really sing. He's got a great voice. <laughs> <laughs> Ted, what about you? Is there anything in your background that would lead you to this? Well, I was a reserve in Boulder County for about three and a half years, uh, but my main activity in life was I was a physicist. I worked for a variety of government contracting agencies, so last place I worked was Los Alamos National Labs. So really, no, I don't have a lot of police background. Jim, are there posse members that do have law enforcement in their background? We do have a few that do. Uh, we have one or two that have been former police. We've got a, a prospective new member that's uh, just coming out of a police force and has moved up here to retire, but would like to stay active, and uh, he's in the process of joining. But we do have a, a few, but the majority of our people are not do not have a background in law enforcement. And how many posse members are on the roster right now? Right now we have 21 members, uh, although we have we have two on injured reserve. Right now, but uh, <clears throat> we've got 21 with uh, one prospective member, making 22 active okay. members. That is a big number. And I interviewed uh, the sheriff not long ago, and he was very much singing the praises of the posse. He said we couldn't make it happen without all those posse members. Well, I'm, I'm glad he feels that way. We, uh, we like to feel like we're doing a, a good service for the Sheriff's Department. We got members that just want to serve the community and uh, want to serve the Sheriff's Office. And we, uh, we perform our activities so that the deputies can and do very, their important work that they need to do and, and not be burdened down with, with, uh, you know, things like parades and, and, uh, uh, event security and so forth. Mm -hmm. And what are some of the roles of the posse? I know you've got a lot of things on your ledger. Well, a couple of the primary things we do all the time is uh, we have a SRO, which uh, provides security at the school, but there are times that uh, he has to be going to training or off for a doctor's appointment, and we cover for that. We feel it's very important uh, with what's going on in the world to keep someone there. Uh, we transport prisoners uh, because of the loss of the jail. That is something that has to happen to bring them back to the court system here when they're housed down in Canyon City. Some of the other things we do are campground patrols during the summer to make sure that the campgrounds are fairly secure and there's not unwarranted activities. Uh, we do civil standbys when things have to be repossessed or stuff like that. Mostly where you see us is during the parades. There are other things we do. Jim, you want to cover some of the well, remaining ones? One of the things we do is our, our property checks. property owner can get on the sheriff's website and register his property 
and we, from time to time, was uh, a couple of members will go out, check the property, make sure it's secure, and we fill out a um, form on a website, and you automatically get an email that your property has been checked. And it's uh, it's a very uh, it's a good program, especially uh, a lot of people use it during the winter when they're you know the absentee uh, property owners they like to come in the summer and go go into warmer climates in the winter. But uh, we check their property. They uh, they all they got to sign up, and they go on the list, and it gets checked. And fairly new, you've got a mounted posse. That's correct. This is something we've had a mounted posse in the past, but as we got members that had no horses, it faded out to where it was just non-existent. We have three cattle women that the sheriff uh, talked to that are interested in in. Uh, in the mounted posse, they are also interested in because you know they're full-fledged posse members. But as additional duty, they are part of the mounted posse. They're very good riders. They're very interested in the community, and uh, I think they give a good presence to our town when they when they're on patrol. Ted, are there any roles that are particularly important? Do you think for the community? I mentioned earlier the school. That's from my point of view. You know, it ought to be one of the safest places the kids are allowed to be at. Uh, but other roles we do, we do a, a county patrol. That's something we just started. Uh, a posse basically goes out to a designated area and drives up and down. It, in essence, shows the flag. We also look for things that are going on. We get people to see that they are being served by the sheriff's department. They get to see a vehicle in their area. And that's fairly important. But the most important other thing I think we do is provide security for events. Mm-hmm. Uh, with what's going on in the world, I mentioned before, we live in a real interesting times here. And we provide security for the block party. We mm-hmm. provide security for events that are going out. You have to contact the sheriff's office to sign up for something like that. But uh, we feel real proud that we're able to allow people like we have the rodeo coming up. People will be able to relax, feel free that their cars aren't going to be broken into. That's the type of service we provide so people can relax, enjoy their time here in our community, and feel free to come back again because they don't have a bad experience. And as you mentioned, uh, some of the radio events, our concerts, uh, we request posse members, and that's always worked out well. Jim, there's a lot of roles, a lot of things need staffed. How do you divide up the work among the posse members. How does it, what's the process? I think we got a pretty good process. Uh, someone will submit a request through either through the sheriff's office or through the city if it's if it's a citywide mm-hmm. uh, for for a posse presence. I get the application and approve it. Then we have a a website that the only posse members have access to, and I post the job on that website send an email out to all the posse members that these jobs are available and ask them to sign up. And I'll request, you know, I may request two individuals mm-hmm. or I may request four individuals. And I say, I need four. And so when four people sign up, I, I go ahead and assign them that, that duty and they, uh, and they perform it. We try to always send our teams out in pairs. Uh, there are very few duties that require just one. Okay. And when someone signs up to be a posse member, is there an expectation that they will work a certain 
number of hours a month, say? What we ask them to do is work 120 hours a year. Okay. And, you know, that that breaks down to 12, uh, 10 hours a month, but it doesn't all have to be done month to month. It's, mm-hmm. it's year to year. So a couple hours a, a week uh, would average out. Exactly. And and training time counts. Uh, meeting times count. So, but uh, but 120 hours a year is really pretty easily easily okay. gotten. That's fair. So you had asked earlier about the posse and backgrounds and stuff like that. One of the things that Jim mentioned here is that we provide quite a bit of training. Uh, we are armed. Quite a lot of training from everything from firearms to how to handle yourself without a firearm and de-escalate. So. You know, part of that uh, 120 hours, a big part of it is training. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of equipment that, that needs to be gotten. Yes. When when I first started, the posse pretty much had to provide all their own equipment. Mm-hmm. But as the posse has, has evolved, we've uh, been able to accumulate and uh, and purchase some equipment that we can actually issue to the uh, individuals. Now, we now, the posse now provides protective vests for each posse member. Now that that can get quite expensive. When we when I when Ted and I first got on, we didn't wear protective vests. We finally got some old vests donated from a chaplain's organization down at somewhere around Pueblo that we wore for a while, and and uh, we now have state of the art, up to date, modern protective vests that we wear. Because as you know, anytime you put it on a uniform, you become a target. And the sheriff was very uncomfortable with that. Mm-hmm. You know, Sheriff Byerly was. So we started wearing protective protective armor, and now we've we purchased that armor for each individual member. Okay. My guess is you're always looking for new potential posse members. We are right now. We are. We feel like we are. We are pretty much fully staffed. Okay. We always like to keep people in the wings because there is some turnover. You know, people leave the area. People retire. A lot of us are on up in years a little bit. Although we do have we do have some younger younger members now that uh, mm-hmm. they have to work for a living, <laughs> so they don't get to do as much uh, activity during the week. But they make for up for it on the weekends. Okay. And what do you look for in a posse member? I think the biggest thing is integrity. You got to want to do this as a service to the community, not just because you get to wear a badge and. And walk around. Uh, you don't get paid. The sheriff and the community both expect high integrity. The other thing I think is a willingness to be part of an organization has a little bit of uh, a structure to it. This is uh, a paramilitary in essence. We have a captain, a lieutenant, sergeants, and a chain of command that answer to a sheriff. So if you're, you know, looking to just come and do what you want. There's a lot of that, but there's also a little bit of structure to it. Mm-hmm. If someone thought they might be a fit for the posse and wanted to get more information, how might they do that? Probably the best place would be on the website. There's a posse website. You can access it by going to the sheriff's website, and there's a link that says posse. Right. Now, it'll mean more clicking, but you'll get there. Yes, and, uh, and if you are interested in joining, there is a posse application on the sheriff's, uh, on that posse uh, website okay. that you can and, fill out. And if things, uh, you can't find it and you're not web uh, savvy, 
you know, I stop by the sheriff's office and talk to our uh, admin, Paula, and she'll make sure you get a application or get to it where you can. So, there, you know, we always like to see you. Even if it's in the sheriff's office, we'd love to see you. Okay. Jim, what made you sign up to be a posse member in the first place? Well, like I, I said before, when Fred asked me would I like to join, I thought about it a while, and I thought, you know, I, I need to give something back to this community. Uh, I've got no background in law enforcement, but uh, I wouldn't mind learning. I do have a military background. You know, I was in the Air Force for six years. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I did. I wanted to give something back to our community and to be able to serve the community and uh, and and in particular the sheriff's department. So, uh, and over the years, that's you know the the posse has developed. We've gone from being just someone who you see at parades and a few events to we. We do a lot of uh, different things for the sheriff's department, like mm-hmm. like transports. Uh, uh, we do a lot of traffic control. We can do we do crime scene uh, integrity. If there's a crime, we we guard the scene to make sure only the authorized people are in and out of it, so it so the crime scene's not contaminated. Mm-hmm. Um, good good so. point. And, and Ted, what what brought you into the posse back then? This is going to sound a little weird, but I am kind of introverted and believe it or not when you're in an organization like this it's a community service it forces you to interact with people uh, <laughs> other people on the posse people on the streets it is amazing how many young kids come up to you when you're out on a event like a parade and you can hand them a little sticker badge or interact with them and maybe break some of the societal issues that people have with Seeing police is a bad guy all the time. See a smile on their face. Uh, the last sheriff we had, one of his things was, uh, if you're on the posse, you better have a smile on your face. And I, I think that was a very good attitude to have. <laughs> good point. Jim, I'm curious. You mentioned previously what the expectations were per individual. How does that add up for a year for the whole posse? Well, you know, it got kind of slow during COVID because the activities were down. In 2021, we uh, we had about 2,650 hours that we volunteered as a as a group. In 2022, it was up to uh, 3,650 hours, and then so far this year, at the halfway point through the end of June, we have already volunteered 3,078 hours, and that doesn't include. July, which is our busiest month. So you're going to break all records this but year. This is going to be a record-breaking year. Interesting. Uh, as we leave, any final thoughts? If you're at all interested, uh, we mentioned earlier we have quite a staff now, but if you're interested, please seek us out. You can, When you see us in a parade, ask the posse member, hey, uh, I'm interested. They'll, get, they'll help you, you know, contact Jim or myself and we can talk. Uh, we're always looking for better people. The sheriff, the new sheriff, uh, Rich, has put a lot more on our back uh, with uh, community uh, policing, the town patrol, stuff like that. So as we ramp up, like Jim just said, 3,600 hours at the rate we're going, we need probably may have to decide that we need even more people for this community. It's growing. The posse probably has to grow too. Okay, Ted. Thanks, uh, Jim. And it's 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 been a real pleasure to uh, serve the community, and it's been uh, great 
to see the support that we get from the community. We have people come up to us all the time and thank us for being at an event. Thank us for, for serving. Thank us for uh, uh, doing our job. So, and, and we do appreciate that. And we have a great support from the sheriff and the undersheriff and all the deputies. We interact very well with the deputies. We are, we're under their authority, but uh, they still seem to respect what we do, and, uh, and we appreciate that. Good. Gentlemen, thanks for stopping by this morning. Thanks for having us. I appreciate it very much. Thanks, Gary. Appreciate it. We have been visiting with Posse members Jim Parks, who is the Posse captain, and Ted Rockenhaus, who is a Posse lieutenant. My name's Gary, and we'll see you next time on Valley Views. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 6 p.m., and again on Saturdays at 10 a.m. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. I'm walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground. I'm walking on a